Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record now. Good morning, it's your Daily Draft Report, the daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus to Canton. Today's prospect is a fun one. Close to home one. I live in Michigan, so I've heard a lot about this guy. Aiden Hutchinson, senior defensive uh, edge rusher from Michigan. Six foot six, 265 pounds, and had a hell of a season this year. Uh, I brought a very special guest on all the way from Kuwait, Mr. John Vogel. How you doing, man? I'm doing well today, Dwight. How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. It's I can't believe it's 10 o'clock at night here and 6 o'clock in the morning there, right? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> It's kind of crazy. So real quick, we'll dive into his recruiting profile and his stats, and then we'll get into the meat and potatoes. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson was a four-star, 112th ranked player in the class of 2018, the sixth ranked defensive end, number one player in Michigan that year. He did have 13 offers, including offers from Wisconsin and LSU, but being he was from Dearborn, Michigan, decided to stay really close to home by going to the University of Michigan. Statistically, didn't do a whole lot until this season. Uh, he was really quiet. You know, he did play opposite Quiddy Pay for a couple seasons. So he had three and a half sacks in 2019. But this year, whew, 14 sacks, 16 and a half tackles for loss, 62 total tackles, a fumble recovery, a couple forced fumbles, pass deflections. He just did a little bit of everything. So interesting to see. I didn't put any rewards for him, but he did win something, didn't he? I believe he was named the best defender in college football. I forget what the name of that trophy is at the moment. Not in the running for the Heisman. Yeah, that's right. He was in the running for the mm-hmm. Heisman. He got invited to the ceremony, right? And despite he, he should have been Will Anderson. Anyways, that's another show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's get into meat and potatoes, man. Um, John, what what traits, attributes does Hutchinson possess that you think will make him successful in the NFL? He's got he's got a couple really good ones, and number one would be uh, motor and effort. The guy never takes a playoff. You watch him on tape, and uh, he's always always making plays from his spot. I mean, outside of maybe that Georgia game where they did a lot to scheme against him, kind of limit uh, what he did on the field, throwing little screens kind of over him. But effort, I think, is the first thing. And when you think of effort and edge rusher, a lot of times names that come to mind might be somebody like T.J. Watt, you know, who – doesn't initially win off the line of scrimmage off with the first snap, like with his first step coming off, but his effort keeps him in the play and uh, cleans up the play a lot of times. This is kind of Aiden Hutchinson's style. Um, he's mostly a pass rusher. He did a little bit of pass coverage. Uh, he can play contained pretty decently well. What you're looking at is basically like a 3-4 edge rusher, someone who kind of plays that rush edge, you can drop him into pass coverage a little bit, uh, but you initially really like your big. The reason that you're going to draft this guy is because you want him to go after the quarterback and you want to make the quarterback uncomfortable. That's what he does best, I think. I absolutely agree. He's he, he's been solid against the run. You know, it's definitely not a he's not a liability, but mm-hmm. what he does and and what's I love his footwork. Um, how much he closes a lot of ground really really quickly for his size. I mean, he's just a freak. He actually made Bruce Feldman's freaks list last yes. year, number two. And then it's just, he's so quick around that edge. I mean, he just, what's scary is that I think he relies so much on that quickness that he really hasn't developed a whole lot else. 
which is, is really scary. <laughs> so yes, he's got enough strength and, he, but it really shows in his hand usage. He's he, I mean, you can't engage him with your hands as a lineman. I mean, it's just forget about it. All right, John. So that's the good. What, it, what is the bad? Like, what is there anything you can see that would hold him back? I mean, yes. Um, natural athleticism will be the number one thing that holds him back. So if you, because he's such an effort player, a lot of things that will pop out on tape is this guy doesn't have, you know, the athleticism that someone like Will Anderson or Kayvon Thibodeau has in this class specifically. Just to be clear, Will Anderson's not in this class. That's next year, but that's just the number one edge rusher in college football right now. When you look, when you watch these guys, they're very gifted athletes. They do a lot of special things, bend off the edge, you know, so when you're engaged with an offensive tackle, the ability to keep your balance and work around that edge and really almost manipulate gravity a little bit to a certain extent. As you come off that edge and you work around, use your hands, whatever you have to do to work off. Um, So that's what we call bend as we come across. And that's something that Aiden doesn't really have a whole lot of. Now, he'll show it sometimes. He can kind of dip his shoulder a little bit and create some of that, but it's not natural. And so, like, that was the biggest thing about the Georgia game. When they when Michigan went into Georgia in the college football playoff and they played this game, the biggest thing that they schemed against him was kind of letting him use that effort and athleticism against him. So if there was several plays, especially in the first half of the game, where you might have noticed Hutchinson's unblocked, and he comes rushing up the field trying to, you know, cut off whatever that maybe it's a it's going to be a handoff inside. He's cutting off the quarterback option outside, which would be his assignment. He comes rushing up past that. They run a play action. He doesn't see it, runs past the play. There were a couple, you know, like highlights people were showing where he was completely out of the play. And the reason that is is because he has that lack of natural athletic ability and they let him kind of pull himself out because he's not going to change direction and come back. So if you let him kind of work himself outside of the play and then he comes back, he, he's already too late. And that was the basic principle that uh, Georgia used against him schematically to really limit his effectiveness against Stetson Bennett and that rest the rest of that offense. So that's going to be a concern moving forward just because he's not going to be naturally in that position, not saying he's not athletic, not saying that he's not a freak, saying that that natural fluidity that you see with some of these other top tier edge rushers, you know, the guys like uh, Miles Garrett in the NFL who have done really well, I guess a little bit of Jada Von Clowney, they're just naturally explosive, naturally athletic, whereas Hutchinson's had to work up to that point. You know, when you talked about his production, his lack of production over the last couple of years, I think that had a lot to do with it. Um, he really didn't figure it all out until this year. We all knew, like, coming into the year, like, this guy was atop a lot of boards. Like, a lot of people were talking about this guy as a, this is it. Like, this is a really right. good dude who could step up. He hasn't produced yet. He's just got to get that year of production under his belt, and he did that. Um, so I think that's part of the reason why there was a lot of fanfare around him. It was just because so many people were aware of what he could do. We were waiting for this to happen. But, yeah, so holding him back, I think, is going to be just the biggest thing will be the natural athletic ability that he has. He lacks um, compared to other guys in the class, and people are going to scheme that against him. 
So you're really trying to figure out, is this a three-down guy? Is this a guy I'm going to bring on the field as often? Or am I going to kind of run this guy as a maybe like a two-down package and pull him off the field? You know, or am I going to play him on third downs? Like, you know, that's what people need to figure out. And I was going to mention kind of that that athletic, like you said, is his is lacking a little bit, but it also, I think he relies on what he can do too much. You know, like he yes. needs to work on his game a little more. Like you said, but that has to, it feeds hand in hand. He relies on his ability to beat a tackle by footwork and handwork. But then when that, takes him too far he needs to learn how to to like spin back inside or Mm -hmm. you know dip under or yeah and then I noticed also that he often that he doesn't tackle well sometimes he gets his hands on the guy but they break through it and that might Mm -hmm. also have to do kind of hand in hand with the out of place like he doesn't have the right angle or the right move to counter back to where he can tackle better you know so it, not not a lot. I mean, it's definitely not something that's, you know, oh, God, that's the end of the world, you know. Um, you know yes. so, but it, it was something that I, that I saw more than once and something I've seen in, in scouting reports, too, that is a worry for them. So as far as landing spots, I mean, NFL mock draft database shows, um, I mean, he's either one or two. I mean, pretty much everybody's got him at two. I, I think Thibodeau's is much higher upside much higher so that would put him on the lions which would be kind of cool you know hometown guy from dearborn so really really close to the lion stadium so um is that kind of i mean it's kind of takes the fun out of this guessing game but is that a good team a good scheme for hudginson or somewhere yeah that's actually when you look at uh projections when you're trying to figure out what kind of a defense would this guy fit what kind of you know i think his style of play fits Dan Campbell in, the, in Detroit perfectly. And I really Definitely. think that's why he's number two right now on a lot of these mock drafts and stuff coming out because of that. Um, Cause it, if we're going off of talent, you know, and at this point, a lot of times mock drafts normally are, you know, it's, it's skepticism at this point. We don't, there's not a whole lot that anybody knows about the draft process, including NFL teams. So, uh, it's a lot of kind of guesswork, kind of saying, hey, this looks like a guy that would be on this team. Specifically, Dan Campbell loves this kind of player, like this kind of effort, this kind right. of gritty, tough, you know, Michigan kind of guy is basically what he is. He's a, yeah. he's a Michigan kid at heart, and that's perfect for them. The other thing about Detroit is uh, a lot of the things that they wanted to do schematically over the last couple of years, well, over the last year, I shouldn't say couple because it's the last year, under Dan Campbell is they've kind of gone over to that three, four. They like to, if they're going to go into a nickel package, they're going to take a defensive lineman off the field. They're going to go into a two, four uh, from what I had been watching over the last few days. And they like, they, they really need a guy like this to kind of unlock uh, Romeo Oquara on the other side, who they loved this package until he got hurt. And then they kind of got away from it and went back to a three, three, five kind of look when they would go into nickel. But someone to put on the other side of a Quara would be perfect, and I think Hutchinson makes a lot of sense. You had a, a limited pass rush in Detroit this year. You want to try to revamp that. You're gonna. He makes sense there. If he somehow slips past Detroit or Detroit trades down, and there's you know whether that's another five six spots, whatever that may be, I don't. I would anticipate a lot of trades in this draft because of. Uh, 
just the absolute insanity of this board. I would I would anticipate maybe somebody like Houston kind of sneaking into the picture, but anybody that really utilizes a three four system that uses a you know they they prefer a more of a rush edge kind of player. It makes sense. Houston would be a good fit, assuming that they stick with that because they have the personnel for it. I I think he's probably a top five guy just because of this class and the value of an edge rusher, even if you're a 3-4 guy. Detroit makes the most sense in the world to me, honestly. Oh, definitely. And he's, like you said, he's the the team, the city, Michigan, everything. Yeah, just makes a lot of sense. So. I, I think they'd be really dumb to pass up on him. So, all right, John, thank you very much for talking, man. Um, can you tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and kind of what you're working on? Yeah. So, uh, my Twitter is at draft Vogel, um, basically working on football sapient about to, uh, kind of fix up some of that product a little bit. They revamp the look and really looking to kind of expand uh, going into the 2022 season, we have a lot of plans, uh, some film content as well, which will be great once we start getting that rolling. But yeah, no, uh, we're looking at, we just dropped, I dropped my top 300 board of uh, prospects preliminary, just a big old list of 300 guys that, <laughs> you know, I've gotten around to getting some notes on the like in this class. And then, uh, We'll eventually start really getting into the draft. As of now, we've got all-star game coverage. So if you're going to watch NFL PA Collegiate Bowl, Shrine Bowl, Senior Bowl, we've got a ton of scouting reports on the guys in those games and a whole lot more coming on that. And then we're going to really hammer into the combine and all that. So a lot of really cool stuff. Been getting a lot of really positive feedback, which has been great on the way that we have it set up, the layout, the information that's available. Definitely encourage you all to check it out, NFLSapient.com. Yeah, that's how I found you, man. I was just kind of poking around looking for guys to talk defense about, you know, and I've been following you for I don't know how long and thought, hey, cool, you know, so trying to talk to some different people. Once again, thank you, and thank you for your service too, John. Thank you very much, man. Yes, Um, sir. Thank you. All right, you can find me on Twitter at FFPeoplesChamp. This podcast is at Daily Draft RPRT. I should have came up with something more clever, more simple, because it's it's too complicated for me and my oldness. So once, thank, thank you, John. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will talk to you tomorrow.